0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We're talking technology, specifically artificial intelligence. On the line, we've got Dr. Corin Verity on the line. Hey, Doc.
1: Hi. Thanks How for having much? me.
0: Thank you for giving us your time. So let's talk about ChatGPT. For those people who don't know this technology, what is it exactly?
1: Sure, so I mean, ChatGPT is one example of how artificial intelligence is being applied to questions, to solving some problems, to creating content or materials, depending on how we prompt it. Um, so, for example, you could ask questions, whether they're long questions or even a mathematical problem. You can even ask it to write your emails for you, and it drives algorithms and learnings from around the world and from scanning the internet and understanding data. Um, to being able to deliver us really good quality content in response. So it's been quite a a jaw drop for, I think, the world to see a tool like ChatGPT come in. But it's it's nothing that's particularly new. We've been working on this sort of technology for a couple of years. So I think at the moment, it's just really shown us how it can fit into our daily lives.
0: You are of the notion that it shouldn't be banned because it could actually change the face of public education in South Africa and actually allow for people for pupils to learn towards AI. And how how is this? I mean, I can prompt chat GPT to write an essay for me and submit it to my teacher and say, hey, I did it. I wrote it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, there are balance Um, But I, I don't think that we can always lead in innovation. Through fear, because mm. um, you know we have to accept that there are some fantastic opportunities that come with these tools. And I think in this, if, we, if we were to have a look at the trajectory of innovation and technology over many years, whether that were going from cassettes to CDs and yes. then onto streaming services, yes. they were all opportunities, and we thought fantastic. But right now, we have the opportunities to look at artificial intelligence as actually being a democratizer. So it's a piece of innovation that will allow us to reach. You know, historically, most disadvantaged or at-risk communities because it's free, because we can start to see how um, it can level the playing field. And because we need to accept that students are going to go into a workplace, mm. that these tools are going to be a part of their workplace. Mm. So banning it and worried and fearful of what uh, artificial intelligence a, is going to play in our lives isn't going to stop it from being in our lives. Yeah. all we're doing is uh, you, you know, pretending as cheating doesn't exist unless artificial intelligence exists. Mm. but it's always been a, a threat in the education space. Now we're just doing it with technology. I think protocols need to be put in place, but I don't think we should spend our time being scared of of innovation. Oh
0: yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. Now, is information sourced from chat GPT? traceable
1: yes there are many tools that are well, at least claiming at the moment and and, and you know i think this is to, to be um advised because i think part of the, the genius of tools like ChatGPT is that they will continue to circumvent and learn around these so i don't know that uh tools like turnitin and, and other um that, that are currently saying that you know when they mark an essay they can pick up whether it's been derived by ChatGPT or not um are going to forever be able to do that. Um, I I think that the broader question is, do we change our mindsets because we have these opportunities? And at the moment, we're not. What Mm. we're saying is, ChatGPT is a threat to our current system. But if we were to rethink our system and how we assess students and what that means and how how we can use it as, as a tool of feedback rather than just worrying about how does someone cheat using it, then we change the education system as we know it. And I think that's when finally technology is going to have a real impact, as I say, to those that have been, you know, really left out in the digital divide and not had great access to technology and education.
0: I mean, you look at uh, at history and the introduction of the Internet. There was a lot of fear surrounding that. Now I can't do my job without using the internet it's such an important part of uh, me doing my job even beyond uh, you know radio 2000 just my day-to-day life depends on the internet and i'm sure it, the same applies to chat gpt in the future we're probably going to see it very integrated into our daily lives
1: absolutely i mean as a business we we've had to go through a transformation process to understand how it would be an opportunity for us and, and, and you know we're a tech development business and so these are the industries that our young people are coming out into. Um, and and touch and, and, and these AI tools are very much But they've been present in our lives for a lot longer than we realise. There's just been, I think, particular showcase and focus recently. But I agree with you, you know, the internet, and and even if we take it into the basic education space, um, you know, calculators. So lots of people are saying to us, oh, we should remove um, all of these components from mathematics because... Um, you know, students can get answers online without having to use calculators. The calculators at one point were also an innovation. Yeah. And so, as humanity keeps stepping up um, our benchmarks, which I think is fantastic, can we as South Africans then turn around and say, well, you know, we're going to wait. The, the rest of the world may, you know, maybe. Um, embracing some of this innovation, but we, we're going to be concerned about it, um, and we're going to see more fear than we are opportunity. I think I think it's it's a it's a real challenge. I'm not doubting that the way that we look at assessment and the way we deliver education for our young people doesn't have to take into account things like the internet or artificial intelligence mm. on top of that. But I but I don't think it's about saying that while well, our curriculum isn't relevant any longer, it's about how do we integrate mm. education. And technology at the same time.
0: And how can ChatGPT be of benefit to teachers as well? How can it make life easier for them?
1: So, so our teachers are, there's no doubt in the majority of our public sector schools, our teachers are extremely um, overwhelmed because the, the numbers of teachers have gone down since the pandemic, the, the disparity of learning um, uh, you know, in terms of learning losses um, and, and the levels that students are at in a classroom. And the size of the classroom have, have gone up. Now, if you add in the ability to give a student feedback where that teacher doesn't have to spend 50 mm-hmm. hours trying to do the same amount of feedback for a student, we're giving students feedback, we're helping them to improve, but we're also saying to the teacher, Here are some tools so that you're not spending your entire lives you're not spending your entire lives trying to work out how to provide the feedback or what the feedback is. Because if we don't do that, then really these tools are accessible to those who are very privileged. But they really should be mostly used by students who are coming from areas where they're quintile one to three schools where they really do need feedback and support. Um, and teachers shouldn't be worried about this replacing them. There's no way that um, a great teacher and artificial intelligence are in com- competition with one another. But it can be used by a great teacher to give feedback to students much faster.
0: Mm. How can AI assist non-English speaking uh, South African pupils to learn in their own respective languages? I mean, we are in a country where we have a, a, a variety of uh, languages and cultures as well.
1: And and I think the mother tongue language um, debate continues to plague of how we are going to embrace it, and I I think it's a very important one that we must continue to have that dialogue around. But again, if you're going into schools where students come from different uh, home language backgrounds, um, and particularly if you're an English instruction environment, uh, you know you 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 have a tendency to prejudice in favour of those who come from English instruction backgrounds. Now, with what we're seeing with gpt is the concept of sort of trans languaging or understanding how we deliver bilingual education mm. because students can enter questions they can ask um prompts and then ask for it to be said in in their relevant home language mm. now that helps them to deconstruct and understand what's being asked and hopefully hopefully as we see time go by we can actually start to see the personalization and localization across all languages So we're not just picking out the few that are politically most important, but actually delivering across all South African and actually African national languages.
0: Yeah, you clearly are a fan of artificial intelligence as well, Uh, you know, chat GPT, but are there any downsides to uh, this technology?
1: Absolutely. I think there's, there's, there's weakness in, in virtually everything that we either as humans create um, or that we even deploy, which you know artificial intelligence implies that we, we necessarily didn't have a hand in it. But we, we've got to remember that we developed algorithms over time that certainly haven't got out of hand at the moment, but maybe one day down the line, um, as a lot of uh, tech leaders like Elon Musk warn, mm. if we don't regulate these things, um, they could possibly get out of control and it's just that we don't want to see the human element of our society yeah. and our communities be lost yeah. but that doesn't mean that we don't want to do things more expediently or more efficiently which is what technology provides mm. us the tool to do if we regulate it and i think that means build, building in you know great um, digital capacities into public sector to do so then you know things like cheating or the abuse of technologies um, and certainly scams and all of those types of things that I think people are really worried that artificial intelligence will present, you know, they they can be curbed. But we we can't, as I say, go into this extraordinary period of of human history um, with probably the most significant um, technological innovation we've ever seen in our lifetime with the concept of saying, well, let's build a model that mitigates um, the, the risk and so therefore limits it rather than saying let's build a model that that prevents us from seeing the negative aspects um,
0: you know really being showcased. I just can't wait to, to see how it all unfolds. I can't wait to see how it gets integrated into our education system. It really is an exciting time.
1: It is indeed, and I, I would encourage anybody, just to, just anybody who's curious is to go onto OpenAI, use the free tool mm. and just try and mm. to enter in some of the, uh, say, an essay or put in a question and an answer that you provided and then ask for feedback. It'll be extraordinary. And, and you know, OpenAI is not the only uh, tool that are around. So this chat GPT conversation, that's one of the many providers. Um, That are out there. There are so many different AI tools that you can be asking for feedback or response. And I encourage students to do that because you may be surprised with what it tells you you may need to revise or remediate. Mm,
0: Doc, thank you so much once again for your time. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you.
1: Radio 2000,
0: podcast.